What's Swingin' Nation? Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Fred Moore. And with me, sitting next to me, is Garrick from King Strength and Performance out of Cranford, New Jersey. And uh, I had Garrick come down to the podcast so we could uh, talk shop about fitness, working out, mindset, and whatever else we could figure out to talk about in our little one hour window of opportunity here. And that's what it is. It's a one hour opportunity for uh, us to geek out about mm -hmm. fitness, right? And share our ideas and everything like that. So, you know, the reason why I asked you to come on the podcast mm -hmm. uh, was because I was uh, checking you on Instagram. Um, and I noticed you have a great looking gym i still have yet to set foot in there but uh um, we'll, we'll get you in yeah mm -hmm. man I, I look forward to coming in i'm like right down the street when i get out of work so but i noticed like you know your posts and everything were mm -hmm. very uh directed toward you know living a better life mm -hmm. and and it was and it was you know fitness fitness but there's a message deeper behind that yeah and i said okay there, there's some depth here and i and i know you you have some things to share so I really looked forward to having you come in and talk about it because I could learn something from you. So I feel like I feel like fitness is like the product or like the result, but the the starting point is going to be getting getting your foot in your door, getting consistency, getting that. Like people need to build that mentality of I'm not working out because I have to because society wants you to work out. It's like it always has that negative connotation. Like everybody feels like they're dragging. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work after work. I'm like, oh shit, I have to go to the gym. Nobody really like wants to do it. And so people are about like, that's why it's interesting for January with the New Year's resolutioners, because it's it's such a everybody looks for a quick fix. Everybody wants like instant gratification. Yeah, they want that quick pill, that yeah. that easy solution. But it's not there. You need to ingrain it into your lifestyle. You need to go do a little bit every single day. You gotta really really incorporate it. So like for my gym, I, I do a little bit differently. Like I've worked at a lot of gyms. I've worked at mom and pop gyms. I've worked at clubs. I've worked at Equinox in the city. I've worked with the New York Giants growing up. Like football, college athletes, all sorts of populations, mm -hmm. physical therapy. But everything that I've learned through the different experiences that I've done, it's nobody really wants to do it. As, as, as bad as that sounds. <laughs> So um, basically, you I need I wanted to make a, a space, an environment, a community where people have fun. That's the biggest thing. So you want to create that that family atmosphere, that like that community aspect. That's the biggest thing. That's going to be the biggest factor in people's success. When people want to show up, they're not just working out. Yeah, like they they're showing up to work out, but they're they're seeing their friends. They're seeing they're saying hi to their family. Like it's part of their lifestyle. So that's like that's why everybody comes to my gym successful. And that's really going to push the consistency. Yeah. And, you know, um, when you have a group, like you start a process where mm -hmm. you go in and, and you start meeting people, mm -hmm. um, I guess like after a while, there's a little bit of an accountability thing. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I, if I don't go, they're all going to be texting me. Where the hell are you? Mm -hmm. And it, it, the little thing, it's a little pressure, but it's good pressure. It's like, I, I don't want to let people down. Yeah. Most people don't want to let people down, mm -hmm. especially when you start developing ties and connections to people, right? You you have more um, at stake there. It's like, we do something for that. It's like, like whenever we, we have like, we call them the OG members, the members that have been here since like day one. Yeah. So whenever there's somebody new that walks into our gym and they're like unsure and they're like, 
not they're like they're kind of scared and they're intimidated they never worked out there's a lot of people they feel like they're doing things wrong mm-hmm. so whenever i see somebody new or there's like an assessment or somebody taking their first class for the first time i'll, I'll, I'll go up to one of the og members and i'll be like hey so and so is trying out the new class say what's up yeah and like that's huge yeah for for the new people yeah because like that's the welcoming atmosphere that's the community that's the acceptance sorry right so that that, that that's a, that's a super game changer yeah yeah, and I think it's really cool too when the OG member actually will like come over to somebody mm-hmm. and say, "Well, you know, during a workout, maybe like I was there first. Like, and, I was and, like and, there. Well, get in there and say, "Hey, do a little bit more of this, or 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 your form is mm-hmm. a little, you know." And then they kind of help out. Um, then they realize, like, okay, so if if the coach is preoccupied with another person, mm-hmm. I somebody else is here and got my back. Exactly. Everybody has each other's back, so that's why it's great. Yeah. So like, we'll have people, like. Well, like right now we're growing. It's it's busy. It's New Year's. It's the New Year's Road listeners are at the gym. Yeah. So we'll have classes up to like well, like 20, 25 people. Yeah. And we're doing we're doing strength training. So weightlifting. We're doing heavy back squats. Right now we're doing German volume training. So it's it's not really? it's not yet. It's not easy stuff. It's yeah. a pretty complex weightlifting. So it's cool because um all of the we we do so basically at my gym we do strength blocks. So every month we'll do different kind of block method things. So we'll do German volume training. We'll do German body composition training, volume, all sorts of stuff. So there's different themes. So like we'll alternate between strength blocks, and then we'll do like volume, muscular endurance, stuff like that. Really? Yeah. So uh, so um, explain German volume training. Uh, right. I, I'm a little familiar with it. I haven't yeah. read up on it in a while, and I don't know if uh, our listeners are familiar with that. So I know German <laughs> volume training is pretty intense. Yeah, it's intense. It can right? be, but I know it could also be adjusted accordingly. Mm-hmm. So can you explain it briefly and then how you fit it into the gym? Yeah. So basically it's, it's people are, people have told me it's pretty stupid to start German volume training as like the first block for new year's for January. <laughs> Cause that's when like all the new people come in. But right. I, I didn't want, well for my gym, I didn't, I don't like babying people. So like, right. it's like, I don't, I don't want to sound bad or anything, but it's like a, all they don't my, be yeah, all my, all my members have, have worked out consistently for <laughs> When, when they have, since the gym's open, basically, so like a year, so they they come in, they do their thing, they work. We show them the we show them the exercises. They go through the movements, tempo, all that stuff. So um, so for German volume training, all right. So it's there's two kinds of German volume training. There is the traditional sense, so that's ten sets of ten reps. So it's it's, it's a shitload of weight. It's a shitload of volume. It's, it's a lot. It's grueling. They're long workouts. Well, is they're, it they're, supposed they're to mentally. be heavy? Yeah, it's heavy. You can't do t- you can't do German volume training ten sets of ten, light. You you is could, but considered... you won't, you could, but you won't get the effect That's not the out point. of it. Yeah, you yeah. want to fatigue yourself. Right. Yeah. So right now we we've done that German volume training in the past. So probably like summer of two thousand like last summer. So we're doing advanced German volume training now. So it's a little bit harder than the original one. So it's 10 sets of five reps, mm-hmm. but with a four-second eccentric tempo. So it's super, super slow going down yeah. for your squats and your bench. So it's, you need control for it. Right. So it's for the five reps, it's a lot heavier than the traditional 10, 10 by 10, it's 10 by 5. But it really allows you to slow down, stay calm, learn how to breathe, focus on your technique, because once that technique and that breath is off, bad things can happen yeah so that's why that's why i thought it made sense to do that as the first block of the month for the year basically because i want everybody to really really focus on doing everything properly and learning that learning that from the get-go 
And once you start coming consistently and you have that mentality in your head, you're working out with good tempo, with good breathing, with focus, you get the results that you want and you won't get hurt. See, when people come into my gym, they have that negative connotation with weightlifting, like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not ready. I should do cardio first. Right. Is this cross? Is this CrossFit? I don't want to get hurt. I've seen people do CrossFit and they've got had they had bad back surgeries, mm -hmm. and I don't want that. And I'm like, it's not like that. We we put everybody through an assessment. We make sure everybody's learning things properly. Yeah, we do heavy weightlifting, but we do everything properly, and we want everybody to do it step by step correctly. And we're gonna we're, even if like, you have a baseline of working out and you're doing and you think you're good and we find that you're not, we'll start you over and we'll 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 you up so right. you get everything properly. And most people, when they do assessments and they're not ready, we have a physical therapist on staff in. She's really good. She'll look at you for a couple of sessions and then she'll throw us back in and then she'll tell us how to mod you. Oh, this so, is, this so, is so, cool. Yeah, so everything is injury prevention focused. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, the physical therapist, um, like I always feel like that's really – for the the a lot of the population is de evolving mm -hmm. and we're getting more and more deconditioned and mm -hmm. a lot of people just want to go grab dumbbells and, and I feel like they should start their fitness with a physical therapist. No, it's huge. Like that's people, the place to start. Yeah. And there should be like a, a, a like a gym membership and, and yeah. it, but you know, obviously you could even get that covered by insurance. Mm -hmm. So I guess it, it, some of your clients are doing that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so everybody, um, a lot of like, I guess society nowadays, people have bad posture. They're yeah. working longer hours, sitting more, driving more. Phones. Phones, bad neck, bad lower back, uh, tight hips. Yeah. So everybody has shit that's fucked up with them, honestly. Right, <laughs> like, right. So basically when you come to work out, they have, everybody just wants to jump into it. Like, I'm going to do deadlifts, I'm going to bench press, I'm yeah. going to do dumbbells. But if you're building on bad movement patterns, right. it's just going to get more fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So you, we want to assess them, break it down, show them how to correct things. We'll do a lot of unilateral work. We'll focus on their weaknesses, strengthen them, and rebuild them. So when they do to the classes or the training or whatever they want to do, even if they don't want to work out with us, it's fun. Right. But they're doing it safely, and they're going to get the most out of it. Yeah, this is this is huge stuff because another thing that also happens with, uh, like, let's say you get somebody that mm -hmm. had a good 10, 15 years of weight training under their belt. They did it pretty well. If they got older, maybe they had somewhat of an injury somewhere along the way, or they just took a long break off. You know, they had a family, and they just didn't work out. They're getting back into it. All the cues that they were taught are there, mm -hmm. and they think they're doing it right, but over that time period, their body's not catching up. Imbalances <laughs> yeah. all over the place. So they're mentally they're locking in, like for their deadlift. You know, they're they're bending the bar, they're mm -hmm. doing it, but they're just not doing something right with their hips. They they think they are. They now they're doing it by themselves. Definitely. They don't have somebody with eyes on them. They think they're lifting right, mm -hmm. you know, but they're heavy on the on the quads. You know, this is something that happened to me. I went through this uh, once. I got back to having a coach look at me. They were like, yeah, you just got to tweak your, your, and, and a I, lot of it's ego, just rebuilding yourself from the beginning. Cause you have like, yeah. you have this expectation in your head of where you were and where you want to be, right. but you're, the reality is sometimes you're not there yeah. and you got to just take your steps back into it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's all over the board with that. And, um, it, this is very fascinating. Mm -hmm. I, I find with the German volume training, mm -hmm. 
uh, that, you know, you're bringing people in to that program. And, and now German volume training consists of, uh, squats, deadlifts and overhead press, right? Yep. And deadlifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the overhead press is, uh, like done in a rack standing racked high yeah. safeties. Yeah. All of above, yeah. Yep. So now I've, that's an interesting one because a lot of people have tight backs mm -hmm. and then they overarch their lower back. So, um, obviously if you're going to have somebody overhead pressing, if they have those, if yeah, they well, have that issue, they're if, going to the physical therapist first. Yeah, the physical or, therapist first, or we'll, we'll t pull them aside. We'll show them modifications. We'll show them, we'll do dumbbells. We'll do kettlebells. Okay. If they, if they're, if they're not sure for that movement, we'll pull them aside. We'll, we'll schedule a personal training session with them or a semi-private personal training session. Right. So they're comfortable and they're learning the, the program properly. Right. So they're getting the most out of it because we don't want to put anybody in a position of danger, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is cool. So you do modify the uh, the German volume training. Yeah, if needed. <laughs> if needed. So it sort of becomes, uh, would you consider it more at, if, if you do need to modify it, like somebody has to modif modify their overhead press from the barbell to dumbbells that are lighter, it would just be more of like a hybrid version? Because it would be a hybrid yeah. version. Okay. Yeah. So that's really cool. You're taking, you're not... You're not being strict, like I don't like want the Germans would be. Yeah, I don't want to exclude anybody or make them feel like left out. Right. But I want everybody to understand. I want to educate people on why we do a certain kind of thing. Right. And like the, the Germans just have to be good at everything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so you're training people once a week in this, or is it? Um, no. Three so, three lifts a week. So basically, um, I do. So this is my group class setting. So we'll do. There, there'll be anywhere between two to 20 people for yeah. strength. So we, we like having smaller smaller groups rather than my conditioning classes because we can really hone in on form. Coaches will be there, we're, we're watching form. That's the biggest thing. So we do strength Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we'll do like a makeup session on Saturday if you really like couldn't get in. Right. So we'll do um, upper back and chest on Monday. We'll do legs, so your deadlift and your squat. And then we'll do like an, we do arm farm <laughs> on Friday. Oh, like just, just hit, hit just the bias and out, Bang out arms, check close, close grip bench press. Yeah. Just like, so people have the pump for the weekend. It's funny, but people, people like it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Arm day is, is, uh, I use arm day for like grip. my, yeah, grip, but also my, like my, uh, if I'm not feeling it kind mm -hmm. of day. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like, all right, I'm not, I'm just kind of beat up. I didn't get enough sleep. You know what? I'm just going to go pump up some arms and that's it. And I still had an opportunity to exercise. No, exactly. So like I throw in people call me stupid because like, oh Gary arms aren't a good workout but I think it's a good workout because it really helps the consistency like it might yes. not be a big workout compared to your deadlift day your squat right. day your bench day but the fact that you're coming to the gym is huge on your mentality and huge on your schedule right and that'll really focus on and allow you to be consistent and yeah. that's going to make a bigger impact overall in your life rather than just the, the arm pump that you get. In the right, yeah, it's, there's more to it. Yeah, there's more that, yeah. to it. And, and I believe <laughs> it's it's written on the wall of your gym. I, I, yep, it says consistency, consistency is king. king. Yep. Yeah, and, and that is 100%. And I always tell people, you know, 10% of your workouts are going to suck. 10% mm -hmm. are going to be these crazy stellar workouts that you're like, where did that come from? And then the 80%, and of course, I'm just kind of being rough with the numbers here. It could be 75%. Uh, but that's going to be average or mm -hmm. the day in, day out. But that's where all the uh, growth and everything happens. Not just physical growth like muscles, but mental growth yep. as well. Because you're showing up and, uh, you know, showing up is everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you could show up, um, but you could 
be imperfect and show up, you're there. But the one who's perfect and doesn't show up is just not exactly, there. Exactly. Right? So, I mean, just show up. Be there. And, um, yeah, and, and then talking about, like, if it's drudgery for you, um, I always tell people, like, just, again, go go to the gym and just make it easy on yourself. Like, go walk on the treadmill go for full, 10 minutes. Go foam roll. Do, and, do yeah, something. And then, and then plan to leave after that. Nine times out of ten, you're not going to leave. Yeah. You're going to be like, well, I'm here already. You might as well go over and do the arms. Exactly. exactly. And then next <laughs> thing you know, you're in the back doing deadlifts yeah, you, and squats. Yeah, you come in. <laughs> your friends are there. You're talking. Right. You're, you're, then you're, you're thrown in. Yeah. That's it. It's just a little little uh, mind trick. Just, get, just getting in. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Right. So once you're in, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and uh, you're the the owner of the gym and and of course i had a, a good conversation with you out in the hallway before we started the podcast and you were talking about how you interact with your clients and everybody mm -hmm. that comes in and it sounds like you really make um make it a priority to have a positive atmosphere mm -hmm. so that when people walk in they click right in and they feel good yep uh, i love that you pay attention to that does that get hard for you at times to be able to do that because i know you're also running a business <laughs> yeah and sometimes there's a a pull let's there say is a pull. yeah so basically um i have this mentality that <laughs> community is everything it's, it's family that's going to be like the driving factor of motivation for a lot of people people that are, are like people that haven't worked out in a long time they need motivation and they're they don't know how like they well, they're coming because they don't they're coming because they're coming and they don't want to they don't want to work out because they just don't want they, they don't people don't like working out yeah. at, at the end of the day right so you need to give them a reason to come so when you introduce them to people and they come to work out it really sucks them in when people are positive the energy is contagious everything is good right. as soon as somebody walks in i make sure that either myself or one of my trainers says hi like i make it a point that everybody who walks into the gym their name is said right. at least once yeah and I want to make sure that everybody, when you're in a class, somebody's talking to you at least every 45 seconds. It's, it's little things like that that play huge dividends on, like, the results and feeling welcome. Right. Like, I don't tell anybody this, but that's just something I do. Like, when I walk to class, I'll walk in, I'll make my way around. I'm not always talking to you, but I'm talking to somebody. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. And I want to make sure I'm – yeah, it's hard because I'm always on technically. Like, yeah. as a business owner, like – and a trainer, and I'm the, I'm I'm the face of the gym. Yeah, and I'm trying to like, I've I've struggled trying to separate myself, and I've seen how that affects the gym, and it's some it's not good sometimes, you know, because that's just how it is. Yeah. So I've always had that mentality that it's I'm the one man show. Like the gym is me. The gym's named after me. It's Garrett King, King Strength and Performance. And going, like, yeah, that helped me build the gym. I started that. I learned everything. But you can only go so far with that. It really breaks you down. So it's really good that um, I, I started hiring people. I, I built a team. I, I think of it, like, looking at all this stuff, I think of it like the Avengers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I'm not, I wasn't the greatest at sales, so I hired my, my friend Chris. He's good at sales. Yeah. I'm, I wasn't, I'm not very organized, so I hired my friend Rob. Sometimes... I don't have all the energy all the time. So my friend Tiff, she's like Zumba instructor, super happy all the time, always dancing. Yeah. So that's that that's what I lack. So I always so whenever there's whenever I feel like something there's something I can't deliver, I wanna make sure that it's there. Oh, so, that's awesome, man. So like I always looked at myself like I always thought of myself as like 
the top, the peak, the best growing up because I swam, I wrestled, I did all that stuff. And those were all like, those are all sports, but they're all individual sports. So I never did team sports. Yeah, right. So like that's I guess that, that played a lot into my mentality growing up. Yeah, you, now you have to kind of learn. So the now, team. yeah. So now as a business owner, like even as a trainer, before I before I went to the gym, I worked at Equinox. I did my thing, grinding, fill up my schedule, do twenty sessions a day, bang it out, just wow. grind. <laughs> like that's that's how I, that's how my brain was wired. Right. But now this gym has really taught me to slow down, ask for help, do everything. It's not all me, and. When I, when I, once I did that and I applied that, everything got a lot better. Like at home with my girlfriend, now fiance, Monica, she's happier now. Now I, yeah, now I have time to hang out. Like it's huge. Like work life balance, people say it's bullshit, but it's a real thing, man. And it's good. And when, as soon as I got, I had other people help me with the gym, my other trainers, and I stepped back a little bit. When I go to work, I'm happier now. I focus now. People people feel my energy now, and it's different. Yeah. So now it's a little bit. It's better. So now it's, we're growing, and that's probably why I'm on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that doesn't. Because you wouldn't have noticed that. Right. If I wasn't doing something like better. exactly, I noticed that. Like I said earlier, uh, just looking at your Instagram, like I, you know, this is where I spend a lot of my time mm-hmm. looking for people and. And um, I'm looking for something that pops out. Mm-hmm. And that definitely was coming across. And you were conveying that either subconsciously or or overtly, you know, because mm-hmm. it's important. But either way, uh, it was there. And I think, you know, when you could uh, do it and you know you're doing it and and it's like a focused laser beam, it moves mountains. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and, and your clients, the people that work for you they end up absorbing that if if not taking on a piece of that themselves and i'm willing and i'm betting that the the crew that you hired uh, i know two of them you said are your friends but mm-hmm. um there's a lot like i'm just thinking of all the ways that could be complicated sometimes it's complicated when you hire friends well but if they believe yeah if they believe they're gonna do it right which goes back to you you one gotta of, one get of them was my belief one of them rob he was my client first he wasn't my friend but the way we talk the way i talk to everybody people tell me i have like this energy about me that it's good and it's a double-edged sword it's good and it's bad people when they when they come with, interact with me i'm either your best friend or your worst enemy okay <laughs> So, but most of the time, I'm your best friend. Like, I'll do things that people don't think about. Like, like I don't, I don't know. Like, I'll like a whole door for people. Mm-hmm. Like, my we'll be walking in New York City, and my fiance will yell at me because I'll like I'll buy a, a fucking hot dog and I'll give it to a hobo. Like, yeah, right, right. like I do like little shit like that that people nobody thinks about, mm-hmm. but I guess people see it. So like until when we had a couple of months ago in November, we had a grand opening party, and I was like, oh, nobody's gonna fucking come to this. Like, it's not a big deal. Right. And then like. Everybody showed up. There was like 150 people there. And I was like, holy shit, it's crazy. So it's like little things that you do in your life make an impact. Even though, if you, even if you don't think it's big at the certain time, like people, people take notice and it's good. Yeah. Are you, um, have you been constantly aware of that? Or is this something that's all kind of coming to fruition now? It's the mindset. I think it's the, coming into fruition now. <laughs> you're able to look back and see you created this. Mm-hmm. And it's leading up to something else. Yeah, because looking yeah. back, when I opened the gym, I was like, "Oh, this kid is so stupid. What the hell? <laughs> how did I? Do, how did I end up here?" But like, yeah, you really see, like, you really learn from your mistakes and your experiences. 
Like I've I've had trainers that I've had to let go. I've worked with them. They were friends, burn bridges. Right. But you live and you learn. You either you win or you learn. That, yeah. Conor McGregor said that. So I don't know if you watch UFC. So uh, that's like yeah. He's like people think he's an asshole, but he's smart. Like, yeah. Right. Good marketing, all that good stuff. So that's what you got to take away from it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're. Uh... When you're making mistakes, you're learning from it. Yeah, it's so an, oppor- so it's an opportunity it to learn. Everything is an opportunity to learn. You got yeah, to take it. You got to take it like that. Yeah. If you let. Otherwise, the mistakes just you just get swamped under each yeah, one of them. Exactly. Right? You get swamped under it, and you think about it, and you dwell on the past. How do you grow? Right. If you don't grow and you don't evolve, you never become better. Right. And you really need to take everything that you experience and apply it to re- to your life. Yeah. Yeah, I I said it on this podcast before. I don't remember when it was, but um, I wake up and I go, "What am I gonna fuck up today? Can't wait! <laughs> yeah. I can't wait!" Because <laughs> I'm gonna learn from that. Yeah, and that's gonna become a great. You that's you you don't get that from college or anything. No. You got to get out there and be prepared to make those mistakes. You know, and and then learn from from it and grow and. Once, what, like you know, so you're you're tapped into that now, and you see you see a great behavior pattern for yourself, and you're leading yourself, mm-hmm. and you're the owner of the gym, and and you have clients. You're a leader. Mm. I never thought I was, but yeah, I guess I became one. Yes, right, and yeah. that's a great way to become one. Yeah. Not hey, you kid over there, now you're in charge. Yeah, you know. yeah. People always people always have like that, battlefield like, promotions. And shit. People always have like that leader versus manager mentality. Yeah, and I even with my all the people that work for me and the people that I train, I don't think of myself as better than anybody. Right. I think of myself as an equal that just has to do more shit. Right. Yeah. And I think that has really allowed me to develop relationships and get people to trust me and right. really understand the message that I'm trying to convey. That is, yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. That's, that's really cool. And how does that make your uh, clients feel like, do they, I know like you don't have these kind of discussions with them, but I'm sure <laughs> I you do though. I do. You do. Okay. Yeah, like me and my clients. How are, often does that happen? We have group chats with all my clients. Like we're all super on text message. Yeah. We're all super Instagram, Facebook. We're all super tight. Yeah. Like, oh, awesome. it's crazy. So when somebody's having a rough day and oh, they want to eat the chocolate cake. They'll, they'll talk. We'll be like, eat the fucking chocolate cake. And then <laughs> and then, then you got to come to the gym afterwards after that. And they're like, okay, it's fine. Like, there's, it has to be balanced. Like, right. you can't always eat clean all the time. You can't work that hard every single day. Right. Some days are great. Some days are super shitty. But you got to make the best of it. It's like the sum total of everything. Like, right. One bad day in a month isn't going to fuck you up. Right. Right. In, in the grand scheme of things. Nah. It, in fact... Y- the chocolate cake is probably going to be good for you. Yeah, exactly. It reduces cortisol levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just as long as it's not every day. Yeah, not every day. But you just got to make sure, like, if you're not happy doing what you're doing, then what are you? why are you doing it? No. Right. Like, I want to – I make it a point that everybody that comes to my gym wants to be at my gym. And that plays a huge factor into, like, the, the overall vibe, ambiance, feel of why people come. Right. That's why the energy is so great. That's why it's so positive. So once there's ever that one person that doesn't want to be there in their cancer, I, I pull them aside, I talk to them, I'll talk to them, I'll be like, what the fuck is happening? Like, well, what's wrong? And then if they're like, oh, Garrick, like, my husband's cheating on me or some, some crazy shit, I don't know. Right, <laughs> right. Then you'll, you'll figure it out and then you talk to them. Sometimes I'm more of a therapist than a personal trainer at the end of the day. I, you probably have clients like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So people and, just and want to vent. It's a, it's a, 
tough position to be in because, like you just said, you're 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 not a therapist. You're, and, yeah. And and then you start, you know, of course, you're a business owner, so you start thinking legality, mm-hmm. like. Well, uh, I should just refer this person to a therapist, but they don't want it. They mm-hmm. want to just tell they you. They just want to tell you. So it's it's you know you got to get it out of your head. It's it, everything's a challenge mm-hmm. in a fun way, mm-hmm. and it's like you know what? Uh, I think I can help this person. I'm going to give them my advice, and That's hopefully, it. but it's yeah, it's it's an amazing feeling to be able to do that, um, and and it's you know it's a responsibility, mm-hmm. right? You're basically. People are paying you to work out two, three, four times a week. Right. It's, I think of myself as, like, I joke around, like, I'm honestly a lot of people's most expensive friend. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. You're, you're hanging out with me three, four times a week. That's yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. That's a lot. Of, like, you're basically going to work. Right. <laughs> like, you spend a lot of time. People invite me to their weddings. I invite people. I'm having a wedding in May. I'm inviting a lot of the gym to my wedding. Oh, like, that's great, man. Like, it's, it's just tight. It's tightening yeah. like that. That's how it has to are be. You getting, are you getting married inside a squat rack? <laughs> 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 or, like, like you got to put the ring up high and, and your fiance has to do a pull-up. Up to, to reach it. it otherwise <laughs> she doesn't get it yeah yeah that, that'd be great man <laughs> yeah might as well right man, yeah, have man. fun with it yeah you gotta have fun with it you start a whole new business <laughs> yeah. get, you know getting married and working out all at the same time mm-hmm. right. <laughs> that's right so yeah that's uh you know it's it's fantastic to you know when you're when your clients mm-hmm. are uh coming to you like mm-hmm. that you know you have that connection mm-hmm. and you know you're you're talking about expense though like people do look at it as being expensive mm-hmm. to either belong to a gym or hire a personal trainer um i always tell people it's not expensive at all it's zero expensive it's, it's not expensive it's, it's an investment it's a priority <laughs> yeah i mean like i look at anything where um i'm bettering myself as a as an investment mm-hmm. because it does pay dividends like big time it the money is not even worth it to keep it it's like i tell people all the time it's like what's more expensive a personal training session or a heart attack right right even right. if you have good it's, that's dramatic health care coverage you you're still going to pay something <laughs> yeah and then you're going to be in a house for months afterwards laid up whatever on mm-hmm. a special diet mm-hmm. and the doctor's going to say yeah you could go out for walks now you could go on a treadmill and you may still not even do it's it. It's not the same. It's just not the same. You know, you 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 got yourself so far down the line. Now yeah. you got to bring it back. People have that mentality. Like, there's always like re- rehab versus prehab. Yeah. So people won't fix their behaviors unless something gets fucked up or something goes bad. Like, if you have like a stroke, then you're learning how to do things, or you go to the doctor and he tells you you have high blood pressure. Stuff like that. People won't make changes into their lifestyle unless something really, really bad happens. Right. And you just have to teach people when they come to the gym for their assessment, like, we're avoiding that. Yeah. And that's going to that's gonna make them – people don't think of it like that. But when you teach them like that, they're like, they, they really get it. And do you find that that's a motivator for people? For some. For that's, some. Yeah, for some. That's what I was fishing for. for because some. sometimes it's – too much there's there's a lot there's different personality types yeah. for clients right sometimes people are just like whoa i don't even want to talk about that yeah. i want to talk about my demise what you know? you, i'm just here to work there's, out what exactly. are you talking there's about di- there's, i mean like every client there's different personality types some people are motivated by challenges some people are motivated by the technique and like learned education skill so the yeah. skill some people are motivated just because they want to have fun and socialize right. you just gotta really un- some people are motivated by the community you've got to really hone in and 
when you talk to them, you need to learn how to motivate them, get them excited, get them incorporated into the community, and just introduce them to people that are like them. And that'll play a huge thing in their success. Yeah. So okay, when, I got a question for you. Now. Let's say you have a client come in, mm -hmm. uh, a, maybe a middle-aged woman, and she's complaining that she just feels weak and she just wants to build strength. Okay. She wants to get stronger. Okay. Okay. Um, hasn't worked out or maybe minimally, maybe she's taking classes somewhere, okay. you know, maybe using bad form or whatever. How would you help her in that area to make her feel, you know, as quick as possible mm -hmm. that she's accomplishing something? So I would start her off with like an assessment, get a feel for her. She has some baseline fitness. Like she said, she's working out, but we don't know if she's working out correctly or with good form, but in her head, she seems like she seems very goal oriented. She wants to get stronger. So with that mentality, you want to focus on having like checkpoints. People like the, people like that, like checking off lists. I'm like, I'm like that sometimes too. Good like, point. Get shit done. Let's do it. Right. So for her, it's like, if you want to, let's say, we'll make a, a benchmark, we'll do deadlifts or squats. So basically, you'll tell her, hey, so-and-so, we're going to, you do this right now, we're going to do this in this amount of time. So you're projecting a timeline. So now you know how long you're training her. That's like the biggest thing. Right. So people don't think about that. But that's how you That's how you sell personal training too. Because right. you have people are invested and they're like, oh, now I'm, I'm, now I'm bought in, I'm challenged. I, it's going to take me three months to get to this weight. So now when you're training her, you just need to progress. It's like some people like there's going to be challenges on the way. She might get sick. She might sprain her ankle, stuff like that. But you need to have those target checkpoints and it help, it'll help too. If you introduce somebody to her, if you want to do semi private who is like her and has a similar mentality that will challenge her. So then it, it's like you don't want to be a purposeful challenge, but in her head, the way she thinks, she'll get motivated by that. And that's probably the best way to get her in. Right. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That, that you know, I, I like how that sounds. And, you know, that I, I wanted to pick mm -hmm. your brain on that mm -hmm. because um, I do have a client mm -hmm. that is um, asking just for that. And, you know... I was thinking in those lines. You you just yeah. gave me some good tips. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you for that. But yeah, I also I also think it's great that um, you can already picture what it is because you've seen it so many mm -hmm. times, right? People also people like that also appreciate like authenticity and realness. Like right. you could tell them like it's not happening. They'll be like they'll either be like no fuck you I can do it, right. or they'll be like all right he's sick he's the professional he'll know. Like you need to as like the the fitness professional, you need to hone down and be like, you tell them what's happening. Because somebody who's older and they want to deadlift 225, but some people, yeah, if they're if it's a lifestyle, it can happen. I have, I have a lady in my gym, she's like 50, she deadlifts like shit a little weight. But it really matters on your lifestyle, your mentality, and overall what you want to do. Right. Sometimes things don't aren't meant to be. Like some people, like I'll even have people at my gym. Who work out and i'll be like honestly this gym isn't for you like no kidding yeah i'll be yeah. like honestly for what your what your goals are go to f45 go to orange theory go to la fitness like i'll like i didn't think you were gonna say that yeah like i mean, I mean like <laughs> at the end of the day like i don't think my style of fitness is better than anybody else's like it's different like yeah fitness is fitness if you're moving if you're doing something yeah. if you're doing something 
like that's great you're, that's better than nothing like right. it's better than you just sitting at your your office or in your car driving to work if you're doing something and you're moving something is better than nothing at the end of the day yeah and that that that's you just have to do what you like if, if it's zumba if it's dancing what do you like what how do you like to train yourself i i like how to train myself at the gym is <laughs> like i'll do i'll do weightlifting bodybuilding put in some kettlebells I try to dabble with the steel mace, but I'm not great with it. Yeah. So if you ever want to show me anything, that'd be dope. <laughs> what, what have you done with it? No, I just do like 360s, switch lunges, okay. stuff like that. So what's your feedback on the 360? I've really fucked up shoulders, <laughs> but, I, but I want to make them better. Yeah. And I, I've seen the steel mace as like a tool to, to prehab and rehab shoulder injuries and get, the, get a little bit more mobile. Yeah. So that's so what I've been trying to do. As, <laughs> a, as a fitness pro- professional, you see that. I see it clearly. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. gonna it's gonna grow, but people are just people are ignorant to new trying new things. Yeah, people are scared. People right. don't like being bad at things that they're not good at. Right. And people don't want to take a risk and be sucky at something. Yeah. So like yeah, this, same thing with the kettlebell. Like we said in the hallway, like it's it's a new piece of equipment. It's different. It doesn't look like anything people have used before, so people don't want to try it. But if you if you throw it into a boot camp class, put in stations, people are gonna and you force them to do it, and, right? And yeah. do things that are familiar to them. Like if you do like a do like you said like an overhead press or right. a swing, things that people know how to do, and you're like, oh, it's the same thing, but with a different piece of equipment, right? They'll pick it up and they'll try it out, and yeah. they'll, they'll incorporate it, and that'll be huge. Yeah, there, I mean, there's there's such a depth to it that is saved for later with people. I mean, when you start talking about anti-rotation and counter-rotation mm-hmm. and working in the transverse plane and everything. Mm-hmm. They're just going to be like, what? They glaze over and be like, yeah, uh, you're a nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get away too, from too me. Much, too much science. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, it, when when they do get to a point when they feel it that's what they understand it yeah and that, that, that's what's so cool there's that depth there and um i talked to a power lifter and i was really interested to hear mm-hmm. what they had to say about the 360 and they said well any any of that stuff you know the swings in the transverse plane where it's challenging the core mm-hmm. um he felt that <clears throat> where that's going to come up big in powerlifting is with the snatch yeah because w- when you go to lock it out overhead one of the um places where a leak starts in a person's form is they'll start to rotate yeah and learning even with a 10 pound mace how to counter rotate dude a 10 pounds 10 pound mace is super hard to use <laughs> it is it it's is. super super hard yeah i mean obviously once your central nervous system gets adjusted to it it feels like nothing mm-hmm. but when you first start off and you know that's as a as a coach myself i gotta remind myself all the time like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give a 10 pound mace to a dude and some of them are pretty fine with it mm-hmm. you know they'll manhandle a little yeah. bit but they're fine but some of them are like completely like, what all this? over the place and i gotta kind of remind myself like you know this might feel like a 30 pound mace mm-hmm. to how it feels to me mm-hmm. you know so let's take a step back here and let's be you know you gotta, you gotta relearn how to move a little bit right yeah but yeah so it's i mean you know you, do you have kettlebells in your gym? Yeah. Yeah. Kettlebells. We got a couple steel maces. Do you power, do power hard style and soft style? Yeah, or? we do both. <laughs> okay. All right. So what are what is your um your training, your background, your certifications and everything? So it sounds like you yeah. have a vast amount of knowledge here on different forms of training. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I went to Rutgers for a degree in exercise science. While I was when I, when I finished that, I got a job at a gym, Zap Fitness in Edison. 
That's like that's where I learned a lot of my stuff. Is that a box gym? It's a, it's, a, it's like a mom and pop like commercial oh. gym. Okay. So like I went there. I did an online master's degree program at um, California University of Pennsylvania for um. I did injury prevention and performance enhancement. So a little bit more of like technical side. I wanted. That's cool. I originally wanted to do physical therapy, but I was like, no. Nah, like, I did. I did an internship while I was at Rutgers, and I did like a NFL combine prep kind of thing. And I was like, strength conditioning is like the way to go. Like, physical therapy is super boring. It's like, right. it's like they're different kinds of gratification. Like, you want to see like people who go get into car accidents or get hip replacements, and they they learn how to walk again and move, and that's cool. But they're like super slow. Right. Like I was the type of dude that like wanted to just go in, just get results, get things done. That's cause I was kind of like that that old lady that you're talking about for your client. Yeah. Like I I well, I, I just wanted to go like full force into it so like i found a job at a gym booked all my sessions to try to learn everything got a kettlebell certification got a pre-postnatal certification got basically every fucking certification there was yeah and then um but i realized that it doesn't matter like like you can have all the certifications in the book like i have like eight certifications but they don't mean shit like, like i mean like they're good on paper but the experience and just learning how to interact with people, I would say like the biggest growth I've had as a personal trainer, as a coach, as a person, has been in the last year when I had my own gym. Like learning how to properly communicate with people, learning how to, communication is the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm learning that right now. Yeah. Like people, if you don't, if you know how to convey your message, people are gonna look at you the wrong way. Yeah. And you're not gonna do anything effectively. <clears throat> yeah, and you, you have to be aware of that whatever it is you're saying two people hear it completely different. Mm -hmm. It's a perception. Exactly. So you got two people and you're like, well, you're going to, you know, you're going to lock it out and you're going to whatever, whatever your cues are, you can get two different things. The perception is reality. So what people think yes. of you is what's going to be what they think of you. you right. Know? Right. And you can't change it. Really. Exactly. Yeah. So once people have an opinion of you, that's it. Yeah. So you just got to make it positive. Right. Yeah. So, so try to try to at least. Yeah, yeah, and you're you know when you're running a business, obviously you want people coming in the door and <laughs> happy, and you want them to stay. That's yeah. the biggest thing. People always forget about that. Right. Yeah, it's it's a big endeavor. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's it's very special quality to be able to run a gym, interact with people, train them, get results, it balance your life and everything. Um, you know, you, you have to be able to, you have to be very resilient. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you're gonna have to go through the, the tougher times mm -hmm. and there's always going to be something. Yep. There's always something. There's, there's always something. It's never <laughs> like, like still figuring that out. Perfect. <laughs> Nothing's you know, perfect. Th this month it's, it's financial issues. Next month it's, um, you know, your, your foot is hurt and yeah. you're supposed to be teaching all these classes and yep. your and your head trainer is on vacation. Mm -hmm. and it's like always going to be something. Then you're doing all the, you're working 20 hour days. Yeah. All that stuff yeah and you, you can't run yourself down because you'll get sick and mm. then you won't be there and you'll mm. be uh, if you are there you'll be um miserable and grumpy to everybody exactly everybody's like, that guy's a dick exactly right? it's, like, <laughs> it's all it's all balance yeah and you just need to have a good head on your shoulders have a good mentality about it yeah you gotta have good people around you mm -hmm. and that'll that'll tell everything and what about how do you like to eat how do i like to eat yeah what's your diet look oh, like? i'm the shittiest <laughs> really i'm so bad with my diet i, I literally eat well, how old are you i'm 27 i'm young I, my birthday okay. was last week <laughs> okay yeah well you'll i got some time with it. i know <laughs> you'll learn that one chocolate piece of chocolate cake gets becomes bigger oh <laughs> i know i know 
No, I, we've been we've been eating healthier. Like I've been meal prepping a lot more. Nothing crazy. Like mm-hmm. I, I tried to do the physique bodybuilding thing a couple of years ago, but oh, I was yeah. I was like no. I got I got really close, and yeah. I was like no, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I actually tried to do that a few years back with with the aid of IFBB Pro mm-hmm. helping with my diet. The problem was going to the firehouse. And you got wings all the time, right? Well, you, you, well, I mean, I would bring my food, but mm. if I was cutting, you know, eight o'clock might have been my last meal, a little cup of something. Mm. But then you can't just go to sleep no. and stay asleep all night. It, the bell comes in. Now it's three o'clock in the morning. Mm. I'm out. And guess what? I'm what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about eating everything. Yeah. Mm. And you know, so <laughs> then you know, it's it, you bombard the fridge, mm. and then um, that's all right. That's a bad day. And you always have a cheat meal built in, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I can't do my cheat meal now because I cheated at the firehouse. And then I got to be back at the firehouse in four days and do it again. And I you know, I might not get enough sleep and I have to train the next day. So It's hard. Yeah. And, and he hard. even the, the, the guy who was helping me with the diet was challenged by it. He's like, I, I never had to deal with this before. I said, it's, I, said I accept responsibility. I yeah. mean, I could be tougher on myself, yeah. but... Man, it's just impossible. I got to eat. I need my carbs, man. Mm-hmm. No, you're <laughs> yeah. not. You're up, but you're doing stuff. Right. So, you know, it's um, that that's a whole other level. But I, I, I think that's great that you tried it because that gives you a taste of, of what goes into it. Yeah. yeah and, you respect it. Yeah. Yeah. And so if somebody came to you looking to achieve those goals. I would honestly, like, I, I'm not one to admit that I know everything. Like, right. I'll, I'll resource out. I'll be like, I'm not a nutritionist. Yeah, uh, I'll send you somebody who is. Okay, cool. So like, I'll admit that I don't know everything. Yeah, and like, I feel like a lot of trainers don't do that. No, yeah. no, because they're afraid. They're afraid to lose the client. Right. But if you have a really good relationship with the client, they'll appreciate that more. Yeah, just you, did a honest podcast with somebody uh, actually yesterday, um, and we talked about that. People are not dumb. They know there's other trainers out there. Yeah. They have phones. Mm-hmm. If they're not feeling it from you, they're just gonna leave. Mm-hmm. What no matter what. So if you actually uh, say, hey, you know what, I can't help you with that, but I know a trainer that can. Yeah. If they leave be- because of that, you they were going to sure, leave anyway. You want to make sure they leave on good terms. Yeah. Bad term, bad terms is better view than right. you're screwed. Right. And they'll they'll come back or they'll refer somebody like, hey, you know, yeah, I exactly. left because they weren't really. He wasn't able to really help me with the goals I was trying yeah, to people, achieve. People have the idea that like. It's every man for himself, but as trainers, like I have friends that are trainers that are in Hoboken in the city. Yeah. Uh, down here, I'll be like, hey, I have a client that's moving over here. Can anybody like we have? A, I made a whole network on uh, it's a Facebook group about it. It's like NJ Fitness Professionals. I'll add you to it. Oh no kidding! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. That's stuff I think about yeah. doing. Yeah. That's yeah. good. So you basically collaborate, man. Yeah, you need to collaborate. You can't yeah. do it by yourself. It's a team. Right. So even though like we're not the same business, as long as the client's being taken care of, that's that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. It's a and if you're really a trainer and you're in it for like there's trainers that are in it for the money. There's trainers right. who like love it because they love helping people. Yeah. If you're in it for that, then that's you should have no issue referring out. Right. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, but like a lot of a lot of trainers aren't in it for it. They're yeah. like, oh, a lot of trainers are like former athletes that just want a quick buck. They don't know what to do with themselves, and then they end up just doing that. Right. So that's why there's I feel like there's a there's a huge spectrum of quality in trainers. And that's why pe- people have such a negative idea of what a personal trainer is. They think everybody's stupid. Like, oh, we weren't smart enough to become a doctor. Or, like, we weren't smart enough to become a physical therapist, so we did this. Yeah, right. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, no, we just, we're the same. We want to help people. Right. And work out. We like, and we like yeah. working out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and talking about it. Like, exactly. basically, it's like you're 
like I said it before, that you're nerding out, you know, like that's what we're doing right mm -hmm. now. Like we like it, talking about it. I get yelled at by the guys at the firehouse all the time because if somebody asks me one little question, yeah, next 35, 45 <laughs> minutes, I, I'm telling them about all kinds of things. I'm mm -hmm. showing them stuff. And people are like, will you shut the F up? What <laughs> yeah. the hell's wrong with you? Like yeah. I just wanted to know like if you should eat a banana or not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, yeah, you should eat banana, but, no, but 30 it, minutes later. Yeah, but if you're like, passionate, you're going to go into yeah. it. And that's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what people should look for. I think, you know, like I've trained so many people for free and I, I didn't even ask him for money. I was like, whatever. I had a good time just showing you. Like, I love seeing the spark yeah. in their eye. You know, I've I've had trainers like I've like when I when I first started interviewing, because I, I I when I finally admitted to that I couldn't do it by myself. I'd look at resumes, and I'd be like, oh, this person has so many certifications. That's this is what this was my first lesson as as a business owner. Mm -hmm. I hired that person who had more certifications, mm -hmm. and I, he came in total dick. <laughs> Like, didn't listen to anything I said. Did their own thing. Came with their own schedule. Couldn't get anything done. It wasn't. It wasn't consistent with the program. So you, how do you grow with that? Cause yeah. You're you're constantly fighting, and there's tension, and there's bad energy. You hired him, and he's basically I, not even doing what you said. Exactly. Yeah. Well. So I'd rather hire somebody who doesn't know shit, a totally blank slate, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but they're passionate about it, and they have like a growing mentality. Yeah, and then you could show them. And then you show them. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yes, it's my way, but at least like you're positive, and you, yeah. you genuinely, genuinely want to help it. Well, you know what else I like about that idea is it, it is your way, but that person is going their to- Their own take. Their own take. So it's going to actually fit the system and make the system yeah. expand. Exactly. So when somebody comes in, they might they might uh, get the same type of training with the same uh, le levels of input and everything, but they just don't relate to you. Mm -hmm. But they relate to the individual that, that, you that's, are. That's when the personalities come in play. Right. That's what I was talking about before. Right. So I really like you look at the happy individual who needs the constant cheerleading. You have the people that need the scientific explanation. You have the people that just want to compete. Right. And then those are the training personalities that you need. And then you have a full spectrum to handle all the clients. Yeah. And that's what that's what I did. That's awesome. So that's why I like. And so now, where's it? Where's it go next for you? Are you just going to keep um, cultivating this family type uh, feeling inside your gym, and maybe add some more trainers, or are you thinking uh, adding another gym somewhere down um, the line? Pro both. Okay. Um, um, right now, like there's still space in my gym. Like, basically, there's we have class times. They're filling up. Yeah, everything's going great. Eventually, we're gonna add more. Or we'll test out more class times. We'll end game is to fill up the entire day if possible, but it depends on people's work schedules. And in the long run, I want to have like two, three, yeah. two, three gyms, and that'd be great. But it's really finding those people that you trust, finding those people that are passionate about it the way you are. Because as a business owner, nobody's gonna love it. It's your baby. Nobody's gonna love your baby right. as the way you love your baby. Right. And you just need to accept that. So you need to find those people that are in your circle that you trust that are really going to take care of it. That's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, I wish you luck with that. You know, yeah, I man. think uh, I think you're on the right track from everybody I've interviewed so far and books I've read and everything that I've been trying to do. You know, I don't own a gym. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just out there. No, you're just doing this. This is huge. Yeah, I, yeah, the podcast and I do my personal training. I do my personal training because I actually um, – just like doing it i yeah. have to you know the way the fire department schedule is you 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 have one of the guys work that i work yeah. with he's training at your place you know his schedule it's, it's a 24-hour yeah. shift on and mm. then it's three days off mm. and some 
some most of the guys have to do something with themselves. That mm. three days off can really be weird. It messes up with your brain, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to be active and stuff. And and I was like, well, what can I do? I could bartend. And I was like, no, nope, that's not a good atmosphere for me. I don't mm. want to be up late anyway. I go to bed at seven thirty, eight o'clock. So damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting old too. Yeah. I'm like almost fifty. Well, forty seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, but yeah, so you know, it, the um. Getting into personal training for me mm -hmm. is is a great way for me to I can make a little bit of money, but it's not about the money. It's it's you know it's doing what you like. It's just doing what I like. It keeps my brain in the right place, so mm -hmm. I don't do the wrong things. Uh, you know, I I don't drink, I don't smoke, I I generally don't eat too much pizza or anything like that. <laughs> so yeah, it, that's that's what it, where it's at. You know, oh, that's um, good. but. I kind of got sidetracked what I want to say about you. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I started talking about myself. No, it's all good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're, you know, it's, it's great. It's great that your story is great. Um, I look forward to heading over to your gym. Yeah, man. You're in Cranford, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Cranford is a very nice town. Number, I love the, Cranford. The number one downtown in New Jersey, apparently. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had, you know, I've been down there. I used to live up that way. So I, you know, I'm, I work in the area, but, um, Love going to Cranford. I used to go to Cranford bike shop and mm -hmm. buy my bikes and everything. Go for coffee. Go out take take people out to dinner over there. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're going to Cranford. We're gonna you know. So, um, give everybody your address so they can yeah. find you and your and your social media. Yeah, um, we're at Eight Eastman Street in Cranford. We're not directly on Eastman Street. We're in the back, <laughs> so people always have a hard time. So. You'll you'll see it. Do you have parking back there? Yeah, we have a there's a whole municipal All parking right. lot right next to it. Uh, so that's it's, perfect. It's, it's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Like, we're like I like to say we're like the hidden gem of Cranford. Not yet. I feel like not even a lot of people from Cranford know we're there. Like we're literally behind the main street. But it's, that's it's that's there. gonna work to your advantage. Mm -hmm. But it's good walk through traffic. Oh. I'm getting the five minute card. <laughs> we got five minutes. Boom. <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> That's enough time. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, um, for our social media, it's all just King Strength Performance on Instagram, on Facebook. You can check out our our Facebook. We have we post updates. We have a whole Facebook group. We do weekly in like weekly check ins. We do like monthly group outings. We'll go to like a bar or something, socialize, mm -hmm. top golf. That's what we're planning to do next. Uh, top golf. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Not, that should be fun. It's like. We want everybody just likes hanging out together. Like yeah. even even in the gym, out of the gym, we have parties every now and then. It's, it's, it's a social thing. It's a, Dude, fam it's that's a family. Awesome. It's a family. Like, yeah. Like people will come to the gym and it's weird when we don't see them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And then we'll we'll text everybody like, oh, where the hell were you today? So yeah. it's, it's just that's just the environment I want to have. Like yeah, it's, it's just a big family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bro, it sounds like you're doing the right thing because you've only been open for a year. Mm -hmm. You already have one of the most important things your gym could have which is a culture mm -hmm. and it sounds like it's just a healthy culture it's not an over-the-top culture it's not like those um i know the crossfit culture gets a bad rap sometimes and i'm not trying to do that but a lot of people I, look at it like that you know like they're over the top like oh we're yeah, you know, you're you're like you're I like CrossFit. I like CrossFit. Yeah, cool. yeah, no, it's fine. You just have to assess people before you have them do hundred exactly. snatches. You know, exactly. But um, yeah, so you're you're you know you got that going on. Um, and the parking thing is huge, bro. Mm -hmm. the, that is huge. It's huge, especially when it's cold and it's rainy out. People want to be able to park and go in and catch their class. They don't mm -hmm. want to drive around for fifteen minutes mm -hmm. looking for a spot. And the spot is three blocks away, and then they got to walk back, and they're ten minutes late for the class. Yep. They want to get there, say hi, you know, give everybody a high five. And get then, in. Yeah. So that's that's huge. So you got the parking. Um, yeah. 
That's it, man. I, I I'm definitely gonna come by. Yeah, um, it's gonna lift in. Show me some 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 mace tricks. Yeah, I'll bring <laughs> I'll bring some maces with me, and uh, we'll we'll get it. whoever's there. They're getting a mace. Right. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do something. Sounds good, man. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. All right, man. That was Gary King from King Performance. Everybody, check him out on Instagram. Uh, and if you're in the North Jersey area, Union County area, near Elizabeth or whatever. Uh, go to his gym and just check it out and see if it's yeah. something that fits. Uh, as Garrick was saying, you know, basically it, some people, uh, they need something different, but for the most part, you guys can figure that out and why not try? Because mm -hmm. it might be the most perfect thing for you. Mm -hmm. Thanks everybody. Uh, before we go, I just want to give a shout out to Adex Mason clubs. I'm wearing the shirt today. Thank you, Don, for sending the shirt up. I always need fresh new shirts. Uh, that fit right. They always fit right for about, you know, a week or two, and then they get all stretched out or they get too tight on me because I wash them in the hot water. Got to get the germs out. So thank you, Don. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mace Fit, uh, at Mace Fit Nation on Instagram. Check out Mace Fit uh, for the Mace Fit certification. Uh, there's also, for like 40 bucks, you could get really cool workouts uh, using the Adex Mason Club system. Uh, and the Mace Fit program. And then last but not least, Ongo Energy Spray. You're awesome. Your three meter doses of caffeine in my mouth, down the parkway, I don't fall asleep. You saved my life. Thank you. All right. Take care, everybody. See you on the next one.